This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement. I'm your host, Travis Chance. And for all of our listeners, remember, if you have any questions, please give us a call, 877-269-0839. That number again is 877-269-0839. And joining us as always is the silky smooth sounds of our... (laughs) co-host Tony Shore. Tony, you with us this morning? <laughs> wow, that's quite the introduction. I don't know if I can live up to that, especially this morning. Uh, my voice uh, uh, isn't always uh, <laughs> silky smooth, but thank you for that, Travis. Yeah, I'm alive and awake today and happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Travis. Uh, I always learn something from you, and I know today will be no exception, and I, I know you want to talk about some of the current events that are happening with the markets and things. But uh, I've had a great week, a busy week. Now, you and I were hanging out a week ago at a big financial uh, planners convention where uh, you and a number of other financial planners uh, got together and compared notes and heard from some industry experts as well. Uh, We got to meet Sugar Ray Leonard, the boxing legend. So that was neat. But I have to laugh, Travis, because that meeting – you're Mr. Fiscally Responsible and finance. you're all about financial responsibility. You talk about that here on the show. But this meeting, this convention was in Las Vegas. That's kind of ironic, isn't it? Well, you know, it's uh, it's all in how you look at it. It's all in perspective uh, because, you know, Vegas is uh, a lot of people. I hate to say it. They look at investing the, the way they look at Vegas. They're Uh-oh. like, uh, you know, they, they put their money down and hope they hope they win. And I cannot tell you enough, Tony, how that is the wrong way to look at it. You cannot look at what you're doing like going to Vegas and hoping you're going to win. You have to have a plan on how you're going to win now. Now, if you go into Vegas with a plan in one of the casinos, you're probably going to be escorted out because they're probably going to call that card counting. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but I, I will say that's uh, that was a that was a great experience. Like you said, you know, a lot of times uh, getting so having having such blinders on, I guess, because um financial planning and and doing it and having it as a passion and doing it for your clients. Um, sometimes you get so focused on your clients that you forget one of the, one of the things that you owe them is to go and to learn concepts to, to continue to grow your repertoire so that that will actually benefit them. And, and I, I can't, I can't stress enough. That's that's one of the biggest things I, I truly believe that we need to do as an industry, and we owe it to our clients. And you know, I told my wife about I guess it was probably ten years ago. Uh, I told her I said, you know, one day, one day, uh, 
we're going to, I'm going to have as many designations as there are letters in my name. And she just laughed at me and said, I'm, I'm, I have no doubt that you will. And actually I, I have finally achieved that. Uh, but wow. you know, that is, that is one of the things that I truly believe in is education and learning from other clients, uh, learning not only from clients, but from other advisors, what they're doing to better serve their clients and, you know, sharing ideas because, you know, we we owe that to our industry. We owe that to our our clients. Um, and then you're you're exactly correct. Meeting and seeing Sugar Ray Leonard and hearing him speak. I don't know if anyone out there has ever had the opportunity to do this, but that was that was very that was a very motivational speech uh, that he gave. Oh, it was amazing. And, oh my goodness, and and it's just you know you. Tony, I don't know if, if, and you know, I know that I know that you were in the room and you actually introduced him, uh, but you know, what I found was 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 very very much the center of that entire uh, speech or delivery was, it was about having a plan and and a, a plan of attack and how you were going to accomplish your goals. And and putting in the road work, putting in the legwork to get that done, because, you know, if you think that you watch, you know, UFC on television and you're just going to step in the ring and fight, you know, uh, Conor McGregor, that's not going to happen. You, you've no. got I me. Mean, you've got to put in the training. You've got to put in the road work. You've got to put in the time. And that's what he was. That's what he, he talked about, whether it was, you know, his loss to Roberto Duran. Um, it was his fight against Tommy Hearns, against uh, Marvin. And Hagler. I mean, all of it had a central tone of he put in the work so that he would be able to come out on top. And that is no different in any facet of life. And retirement planning is definitely no exception. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I, I, that's exactly what I got out of it is you have to have a solid plan and you have to work on the plan and I, you have to put in the time and the effort uh, to make the plan. And then you can go into the ring with confidence. And I think it definitely applies to financial planning, especially the whole reason you're investing and want to grow your wealth is so you'll have the money when you need it uh, in retirement, because that's when you're going to be paying your own salary. Uh, when the working paycheck stops, uh, you have to have a plan going in. And once you get that plan in place, you can enter retirement with confidence and I think that's something that uh, the majority of people can't do. They put it off or they think, oh, I think I'll make it or I don't know if I'll make it, but I don't want to think about it, you know? Right. Well, you know, I, I hate to say this, but it's, it's, it is it is the gospel truth, Tony. What, what winds up happening is if you, if you don't know, you will either spend your retirement and not get the, the enjoyment out that you would, you would like or you're going to have too much enjoyment because you're going to have too much too much spending for your retirement to tolerate and you could risk running out of money before you run out of out of breath and that is I, I for me I don't know that there's a worse fate is uh, you know is is living out living your money you know there've been a lot of surveys and a lot of studies done that say that's the number one that's the number one worry of retirees and since we're on this, I'll share a story with you. You know, one of the things that in my business is 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 like hitting a home run, scoring a touchdown, uh, any any sports analogy you want to throw in. Uh, I had a young lady about, mm, I guess it was probably a month and a half ago now, uh, 
and she came into my office and Tony, she was just, uh, she was a nervous wreck. I'm not going to lie. Uh, she was a nervous wreck. She, uh, she sat down, she, she said, Travis, I don't know how, I don't know how you can help me, but I, I just, I need some help. And I said, okay, let's let, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about it and we'll see what, what's going on. Well, what she was talking about was she had just learned that her employer was about to be uh, merged with another business that she was, their company was about to be bought out and she was 65 years old, um, about to turn 66. So uh, almost uh, entering full retirement age for social security. And so she's right there on the cusp and she really and truly did not know whether or not she could retire and live and, and pay the bills because she, she still had a mortgage. She still had a car payment. Um, she didn't know if she was going to be able to actually fund her retirement with her assets. And unfortunately for many people, that is a common theme. And what we did was we exactly what we talked about every show, you know, and many shows in, in the, the recent weeks is put everything down on paper, organize it, and then start to start to see if that's a possibility. Uh, and at the end of our second meeting, I was actually able to look at her and I said, I said, would you like a bit of good news. And she said, yes. And I said, you could retire tomorrow. And Tony, the look on her face because of her having a plan and having now the confidence to know that even if her job was no longer there, she was going to be able to retire. That was the equivalent of, of hitting a grand slam in ninth inning, two outs, sure. you know, to win the world series. I mean, that's, I can't describe to you the feeling she gave to me. And that's, that's something that I really, I really think a lot of retirees are missing but they don't have to, you, you have to know one way or the other, either you have to know, okay, you're, you're able to retire tomorrow or with what you want, maybe you can retire in six months or maybe it's 12 months or 18 months, but knowing puts, puts the fear to the side and allows you to actually see more clearly, which obviously, like you said, just like Sugar Ray doing the road work, he walked in that ring, having the confidence to know that he was going to be able to win the fight. Right. Right. And, and let's talk for a second about what goes into that, uh, uh, what you do to help her. And I'm sure you looked at, uh, you know, uh, Medicare and healthcare costs. And I'm sure you looked at her IRAs or 401ks or 403bs and retirement accounts and her investments. And so there's a lot to look at and there's a lot to plan out. And these are the things you help her maximize and even taxes, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There. And, and this is in most situations. Now, obviously, I don't know everyone. Uh, regulators really don't like it when you say most or many. Uh, but for the for the average retiree, uh, you know, there are a few key components. Number one, obviously, uh, the 401k IRAs, the the market, that's how most people have saved for retirement. Uh, now, we can talk all day about whether or not uh, in today's tax environment that was the right thing to do, whether they should have done Roth, whether they should have done IRA, et cetera. But looking at their investments, that's the first key. Um, you know, how much risk are you taking? What is what is the risk you can actually take? And how does that impact your your portfolio? 
Then you have to look at uh, the overall tax uh, situation, whether or not, uh, you know, they're going to have a pension, whether or not they're going to have Social Security. Well, retirement income is not taxed the same way across the board. So having a tax plan in place, that is that is huge. How do how are we going to how are we going to do our best to to save as much as we can in tax uh, tax loss and use that to put back in our portfolio or let's face it. I want you to spend it. You know, I mean, that's that's really the main goal. Uh, then you have to think about, OK, from a health care perspective, how am I going to pay for health care? Now, this young lady, she was fortunate because once again, she was already 65. So Medicare was already something that that she was going to be able to start taking advantage of. But what if you're 59 or 60 years old and you've got five years before uh, or Medicare age? Well, how are you going to fund that? What's that going to look like? What assets are you going to have to use to do that? What is the cost today? I mean, uh, we won't even get into health care costs uh, right. in this country yeah, today. That's a, that's, a, but, that's a whole nother show. But all of that has to go into it. And then at the end of the day, everything boils down to this. If we do a good job and we're good stewards of what we have, uh, we want to take care of mom and dad first. But by default, we're going to have an estate uh, an estate problem or an estate issue, uh, maybe not a problem, but an estate issue that we're going to leave something behind because one of the things you don't want to do is plan to to bounce your last check. We do not want to do that, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, do you don't I know I've heard that many times, Tony, that people say, you know, I want to bounce my last check. Well, here's the problem. <laughs> what happens if you wake up the same the next morning when the bank opens? We have a problem. So we don't want to do that. So right. there's a lot of key components that you you have to put together. And unfortunately, you know, as we talk about many times, not having a plan is 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 basically putting the cart before the horse. You know, you they start buying investments or putting money in assets or vehicles that <clears throat> seem like a great idea on the surface, but maybe they don't fit everything. You know, you wouldn't buy a set of mud grips in most cases to go on a, a Toyota Camry. They're still a tire, but that doesn't mean they fit your vehicle. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a good analogy. What about market volatility? We've seen so many huge ups and downs. Some people out there are starting to get worried. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, there's a lot of political unrest right now. The government shut down. Markets are crazy. Uh, do you have any advice for us or thoughts on that? You mean markets have been volatile? <laughs> I, I guess that's a. I guess that shouldn't be a surprise, right? Um, you know, Tony, one of the biggest, I, I guess, biggest issues that I have uh, with with the financial press and you know the 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 overall reporting on the market is it it almost puts people in a false sense of security because you know a lot of these people and I won't name their names but you know the 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 common the common viewership or the common air or or TV shows that people watch you know it almost makes them think you know the market can only go one way and that's up and you and I both know that is not possible. I mean, we can go back and count the recessions. We can go back and count the the countless times where the markets have sold off only to recover in a short period of time. But what we've seen is and let's let's go let's go rewind a, a little bit a little bit further back than than maybe some people like to remember. But let's go back to 2007. 
Okay, so 2007, we had the Dow Jones somewhere in the around the 14,000, 15,000 range. Um, we had seen a, a great recovery from the uh, the correction of 9/11, the tech crash. Uh, we were seeing housing because housing is something that will never go down in value. Um, housing people started at you know they started doing. Uh, what was it? Uh, they call them ninja loans. No income, no assets, no job, no assets. Uh, they started doing, you know, uh, income uh, stated loans where all you had to do is basically say, hey, I make a hundred grand. And they were giving them a loan. Irresponsible behavior caused 2007 to 2009. We saw the correction. Uh, banks were doing things they shouldn't have done. Reporting agencies. I mean, with the list goes on. And, you know, History, if uh, if you don't learn from it, it will repeat itself. And Mark Twain says history doesn't always repeat itself, but it's it sometimes rhymes. And you know, one of the things that we have to make sure we keep in mind is uh, the the Federal Reserve stepped in in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. And started a a quantitative easing program that actually they had QE one, QE two, you know QE three. They've had different variations over the last eight to nine years. And what we're seeing is we in 20, even 2015, 2016, I don't know if you remember this, Tony, but uh, Bank of Japan, the uh, the European banks uh, and our banks, we actually, as a global economy, uh, did a, Q, a QE of about 15 trillion dollars over a short period of time, uh, over a two or three year period. And what that did was that introduced new capital in the market and it kind of calmed markets down and they continued their leg up. Then after the election of 2016, there was a lot of optimism, a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of expectation that there was going to be massive deregulation and massive, uh, you know, tax reform. And then what we've seen this year is kind of like going to a party. Eventually, if you party hard enough and long enough, you're going to have a hangover and that's, and that's essentially what we've seen is volatility has been reintroduced to the market. Um, Now don't get me wrong. It's healthy because, and I'll tell you why we were on, uh, we were on economic free base and crack for about eight to 10 years. Okay. We had zero interest rate policy. Uh, we had, we had a massive run up in the market. You know, markets went from being down to 6,600 around 6,600 in March of 2009 to right now, you know, even with the massive correction we've had, it's around 23, 24,000. Okay. In the Dow. So, you know, massive run up, but one of the things that we have been lulled to sleep is in 2017, there was very little to no volatility. I think there was only five or six days in total. Now, that number I'll have to go back and check, but I believe it was five or six days in total in 2016 or 2017, rather, that the market went up or down by more than 1% on any given day. So far in 2018, I think the count, uh, the last time last time I looked at the end of the year toward December, I believe it was in the 40 or 50 range where markets were up or down 1% in a day. That is huge volatility. But that's really, if you go back and you look at history, that's not really that uncommon. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think 40 or 50 is kind of high, 
but we've not had a situation where you've seen the kind of volatility that we've had. And that's the reason why we have been telling our clients specifically and especially for the last two to three years, we will have a return of volatility. And when that's going to happen, I can't tell you. I mean, I've got a crystal ball. It just doesn't work. Got it off Amazon. (laughs) Got it off Amazon. It was at $15.95. Anybody can go get one. But, you know, that's that's one of the things that that we've, we've been constantly preaching is we have to make sure that, you know, we, we all want to make money. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You, well, you, everybody listening to me talk right now wants to make money, but you have to understand what is the risk, what is the trade-off, and what we don't want to do is get out over our skis. Because one of the things I think you need to do is you need to plan from backwards to forwards. What I mean by that is you need to basically go back and look at some of the most volatile periods in history and say, okay. If I was doing what I'm doing now back in those periods where it was really bad, how would my portfolio have performed? If the answer is it would still be within your risk tolerance and it would be okay, then chances are going forward, history's no guarantee of future results, but it probably will will not be as bad as you think it is, right? So we don't we don't look and say, okay, yes, I think Apple's going to go to the moon because there were a lot of people back in October, I'll guarantee you, no, and this is this is the only time you'll hear me say guarantee, I'll guarantee you there were people, and I know there were analysts because I saw the analysts on TV that said, you know, Apple is going to come out with their new earnings report and they're going to go to, you know, a quadrillion dollars a share, whatever. And since then, we have gone from about 212, 220, somewhere in that range down to right now about 150 a share. Now, I'm not promoting Apple stock. Let me put that disclosure that disclosure out there and that disclaimer. I'm not promoting any one particular stock. But what I'm saying is everybody is familiar with that brand. Everybody, I would imagine, knows who Apple is. And many of us use their products. So we get into a situation where we're lulled into a false sense of security, thinking that, that something is going to just go up in perpetuity. And Tony, it's not. And that's really what I think a lot of our a lot of our uh, a lot of our listeners need to 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 get to the point of is you have to make sure that what you're doing is right for you. So so you just you have to make sure like a, like we talked about Sugar Ray in the beginning, you have to make sure you do the work, but you have to make sure you have a plan. Yeah. And, and that plan can always be augmented or changed. But you got to have a plan. Yeah. And if you don't have a plan, unfortunately, you wind up buying the like we talked about the financial vehicles or products before you actually know if they actually fit what you're trying to do. Yeah. And that's what I like about what you do. You help people with this. But we're unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything you want to add before we go? Tony, the only thing I'd like to add once again is uh, if there are any listeners out there, if you have questions, if you if you've just if you've always wanted just an opportunity to sit down and actually hear information not not hear someone's someone's pushing towards a specific goal or specific uh, end result 
this class is probably, and it's called How to Thrive Financially in Retirement. And it's offered, we have five offerings coming up in in the spring or in the uh, the next coming month, starting in February, going through May. Uh, if you can make it to one of these, I'm, I'm sure you would get some good information. Uh, now, they do fill up. Uh, we have a cap on how many people we can have at each facility. Uh, so if you have any issues, have any questions that you feel like you need to get some more information on probably a good time now the the age group that most people need to stay in 58 to 75 that's usually the the demographic that would to get the most value but if you're a pre-retiree and you're just looking for more information hey come join us um, the class is is how to thrive financially in retirement if you have any questions or you would like to sign up or get more information give us a call 877-269-0839 All right, and listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.